welcome everyone to the podcast today from the Preacher Study. Brother Kevin Clark is with me. Mm -hmm. My name is Bob Hutto. Uh, we're coming to you from the Preacher Study at uh, right. the church, uh, the church building, uh, Oak Mountain Church of Christ. And we appreciate you joining us. We've been doing this for some time and ha we've had good results from it. We think it's profitable right. and just providing people a little bit of encouragement through the week and uh, maybe that you're having a difficult week. And maybe this will give you some uplift, and we, we appreciate you watching and listening and participating with us on it. And so we're going to study from Ephesians chapter 5 today. Mm -hmm. We're just going through the text, a very much a textual-based study. Right. And we're going to look at a few verses from Ephesians chapter 5 today, and we're going to pick up in about verse 18, just to begin the sentence there, read down a few verses, mm -hmm. and that we'll focus on that in our discussion today. Kevin, anything you want to say by way of introduction today? i just say that uh, we know that uh, God demands that we have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please Him, uh, Hebrews eleven six, And we know that the source of faith is the Word of God. And so uh, there's much benefit to doing as we're doing here, directing people to God's Word, talking about the Word of God, giving the sense, if you will, of what we're reading and that's what we're here. We're not here to share our opinions or current events or just talk about different things, but we're really trying to bring to light the Word of God, knowing the good that it will do everybody who's out there in the audience, who's watching and listening. Uh, we just want to exalt God's Word. It's so important. That's right. So, you know, if the Word of God is important to you, well, we hope that you'll listen very carefully to what we have to say and that you'll consider it with great care. And yeah. uh, if it isn't, in fact, the truth, if what we say is consistent with the word, well, then we hope that you embrace it. And if if not, we right. hope that you point that out Absolutely. to us. And because that's what we want to do. We just want to teach the word Amen. as God told Timothy to do. That's right. Well, let's look at Ephesians chapter five. Sure. We've been working our way through that passage. We began in about verse 15 last the mm -hmm. last podcast, and we got down through about verse 18. We talked about verse 18 a good mm -hmm. bit toward the end of the podcast last time. Let's just begin reading there. We'll read down through verse 21. We'll talk about some things out of these few verses in this podcast. So verse 18. Do not get drunk with wine, for that's dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, and to be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Let's talk a little bit about verse 19 in particular, mm -hmm. speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Now, there's a similar passage yeah, over in right. Colossians chapter 3 right. and verse 16. Very, very similar. It says, Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you with all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And so there again, singing, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual song. Now, God's people have always been yes. singing people. Yes. Uh, go back into the psalms. Mm -hmm. You know, the psalms mm -hmm. are, are poems right. written for, uh, for worship. And, and so we find, you know, that, you know, that, the, that passage, that book uh, having to do with singing. Go all the way back to Exodus chapter 15 right. when the children of Israel come through the Red mm -hmm. Sea. They come through, they're, they're singing. We mm -hmm. see, see the song, song of Deborah, Moses, song of, Deborah, song of right. Moses. Yeah. And so God's people have always been a singing people. I think about uh, Act, uh, Paul as well, ah, Paul yes. and Silas in Acts yes. chapter 16. You know, they find themselves arrested. And at midnight, they're not complaining. They're not saying, oh, woe is me. But they're, they're singing. They're singing and praying. 
And so Paul is a singing person. That's verse 25. Mm -hmm. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns of praise to God. Here right, they are, prisoners, right. yeah. praying and singing hymns of praise right. to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Mm -hmm. Paul, don't think about Paul in this way, maybe, but Paul was a singing person. He liked to sing. Amen. And, and so God's people have always been singing people. I think there's something about singing. He doesn't mm -hmm. tell us to chant mm -hmm. or to speak, you mm -hmm. know, uh, uh, or to, to recite passages in unison. He tells us to sing. Amen. There's something about singing that that moves us in the way that speaking does not. I know right. one one thing is it stirs up the emotions. Uh, very strong emotions rise to the surface as a result uh, of singing. Amen. And I think it affects our thinking and our mentality right. as we sing together. It looks like you've got some uh, passages. Well, I, I was just thinking we were talking about the emotional component of singing uh, over in James chapter 5. We've talked about this before amongst ourselves. Uh, verse 13, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Isn't it interesting that if you're in a cheerful frame of mind, then the biblical instruction is then let that flow out in yeah. the singing of the that's psalms. Right. You're that, absolutely that, right. That flow out through, through singing. And so we're instructed to, to sing. God's people have always been mm -hmm. people who sing. We love to sing. Right. And uh, well, I think we have good singing here Amen. at uh, the congregation. And so we appreciate that as well. Somebody observed, I came across this years and years ago, singing is, is really sort of a, a, a snapshot of what we ought to be in Christ. Right. You have people with different kinds of voices, uh -huh. high voices, low voices, you have different kinds of people. You have men and women and, and children. And we're all blending yep. our voices yep. to sing in unison. Or to sing right. one song. We're all singing the same thing. Right. And isn't that a good illustration of what the church is? Amen. That we're people of different backgrounds, men, women, rich, poor, mm -hmm. whatever our background mm -hmm. is, people of different races. But we're all blending ourselves together and our right. talents together into one body. Amen. How can, and this was the question that was raised so many years ago, how can we leave divided when right. we've sung together Amen. in unison? That's and right. so just think about that. Next time you gather for worship and mm -hmm. think about the, mm -hmm. the unity that's involved in blending our voices together and let that right. be kind of a lesson for us. Yeah, and then the thing I like about it too is that you really have two audiences. You're obviously, he says, singing in your heart to the Lord or making melody in your heart to the Lord. Uh, but you're also at the beginning of verse 19 speaking to one another. So it's directed to God, but it's also directed to one another. And we're teaching and admonishing each other, as Colossians 3 talks about. It is very encouraging. And hopefully as we sing, we're singing with the understanding. We actually That's are right. paying attention to the words. And we know what is being said. Now, sometimes the human mind has the ability to do things without really being engaged. And so we've got to be careful. We don't get too carried away with the tune or just liking the melody. But we really want to make sure that the things that we're singing are true. Because as one preacher said, you can sing a lie as well as tell lies. You want to make sure yeah. that what is being sung is the truth. And we are teaching and admonishing one another with the words that we use while we sing. And we want to be careful that we don't make a pledge in our singing right. that we're not willing yeah. to, to keep in our, in our life. And so yes. sometimes our songs involve yes. making very strong yes. promises and very strong pledges. And so we want to be careful about that. We right. don't want to make a promise that we're not Amen. really... Uh, willing, willing to keep. Amen. Well, Kevin, let's talk a little bit about about singing and the use of instruments mm -hmm, right. in singing as well. One thing that we want to do here at Oak Mountain 
is uh, follow the example of the early disciples in mm -hmm. Acts chapter 2. You remember that passage? Mm -hmm. This is at the, after the gospel is initially preached right. and uh, people have responded to the gospel. 3,000 on that day of Pentecost were baptized. And so we have the beginning of the church there. That's right. Well, in verse 42, these early disciples, mm -hmm. he says, continually devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. You might wonder, well, Bob, you're, you said you're going to talk about singing. That, that passage <laughs> says nothing about singing. What it does say is that they continued in the apostles' doctrine. doctrine. Right. So that's, that's what we want to do. Right. We want to continue in the apostles' doctrine, and we want to stay within the limits of the apostles' Amen. doctrine. That's right. We don't want to go beyond what the apostles taught. We don't want right. to fall short. We don't want to alter it in any way. We want to stay within the limits of the apostles' doctrine. And so we want to be able to, uh, to uh, support what we do, what we practice, and what we teach by something the apostles said or practiced That's right. or, or taught. Amen. Here's another good passage about that, Ephesians chapter 2. And uh, right at the end of that chapter, verse 20, that the, the early church or the church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, mm -hmm. Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. How is it built on the apostles and prophets? Well, it's by what they taught. That's right. Amen. It's built on the teaching of the apostles. And right. I think he has in mind there the New Testament mm -hmm. prophets, men that were inspired by God and spoke uh, through the Holy Spirit speaking through them. Right. And so, again, that's the idea of being built on the apostles. And so when we look at what the apostles right. taught mm -hmm. about what are we going to do in worship, We've seen from Ephesians chapter 5 and Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, three right. and some of these other passages, James right. chapter 5 as right. well, 1 Corinthians 14 That's as well, right. it, it mentions singing. singing. That's right. Do the apostles say anything about playing music, playing an instrument in worship they to God? Not. Well, they well, no. Not. And so if we're going to stay in the apostles' doctrine, right. well, we're not going to practice that. We're That's going right. to practice what the apostles teach, which is singing. That's Anything you'd like to add to that? Well, I think it's absolutely right. And, and of course, what you hear a lot of times in pushing back on that is, well, wait a minute, in the Old Testament, they used instruments all the time. David used instruments. The children of Israel used instruments. But the point is, is we're under the New Testament dispensation. As you said, we're trying to follow the apostles' doctrine, not necessarily the Old Testament. It has its place. There are things we learn from that. But we're under the jurisdiction and sovereignty of Christ. And so we have to find a scriptural warrant for the things that we do in the New Testament. And we don't find any uh, reference whatsoever to playing of instruments. So if we do that, we do so without authority. And it's interesting when you go back to that Colossians uh, verse, right after talking about the singing and teaching and admonishing, it makes this point in chapter 3, verse 17. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. That idea of doing all in the name of the Lord Jesus, that doesn't mean you do whatever you want to in the name of religion and slap the name of Jesus on us. A lot of people do that. What that means is doing it by the authority of the Lord Jesus. Do we have authority from Christ to play instruments when we worship God? The answer is no. If you did, you would have to find it in here. And since we don't find it That's in right. here, we'd have to conclude we only have the authority to sing. And ultimately, we're not doing this for ourselves. We're doing it for God. God has told us what he wants, what he wants us sing. Well, in Hebrews chapter 10, you know, the book of Hebrews deals with uh, Jewish Christians, mm -hmm. people who, who were Jews who became Christians, and some of the uh, difficulties that they were facing and mm -hmm. so forth. Well, well, Paul goes to great lengths to show that we're not under the law of Moses yeah. any, any longer. Right. So he concludes a long discussion of that in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 9, where mm -hmm. he says, 
He takes away the first covenant. Right. That is the covenant that God made with Israel mm -hmm. and uh, contained the law, the law of Moses and the sacrificial right. system and the, the temple right. system yes. and all of that. That was part of that particular economy. Right. And so he's taken away the first covenant mm -hmm. to establish a new covenant. Amen. And so a lot of things went on under the old covenant that are not part of the new covenant. Right. And so there's animal sacrifices right. and That's circumcision right. and, yeah. you know, in worship, burning of incense and many things, in fact, that mm -hmm. are not brought over into the new covenant. And of course, they use instruments in the old covenant. That's right. But we've transitioned to the new covenant. And what we want to do is be able to support our teaching and our practice by what we find in letters to churches. That, That's right. To me, that's an yeah. interesting thing that people would would sometimes leave what God says to churches right, right. and go back to what God said to Israel. <laughs> we're we're right. a church. Amen. And so let's go to that those documents that are written to churches right. to find what we are to do. In other words, we're looking for support in the New Testament. That's right. We're not looking at what we want to do, what we think would be nice. And, and, and it's not that we have anything against inherently against instrumental right. music. Yeah, but the question good. is, in the service of God, in the worship of God, do we have authority for it? And if we don't have authority for it, we can't do it. That's right. So, again, Ephesians 5, 19, uh, speaking to one another, psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing and making melody. If, if the instrument is mentioned, it's right there with the heart. Exactly. Our heart is the instrument. Right. It's not right. a mechanical instrument. Right. It's the heart. That is the instrument. And so that's the way we want to offer up our, our hymns of praise to God. Amen. Verse 20, always giving thanks for all things in the name yes. of our Lord Jesus yes. Christ, even to God the Father. We've talked multiple times about right. how important it is to be thankful. Amen. And that's the first step, perhaps, in a digression away from God. Amen. Is, is no right. longer being thankful. That's and right. so always be thankful. Mm -hmm. And then verse 21, be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. He's going right. to transition there right. into verse 22, and he's going to talk about, begin to talk about uh, some specific areas mm -hmm. where people are to be in subjection. Mm -hmm. Wives, be in subjection to your husbands. Children, obey your right. parents. Right. Slaves, be obedient. And so here are groups of people that are to practice that or be, be in subjection. Amen. Any, any, our time's just about out, Kevin. Anything that you'd like to add that maybe we didn't touch on? Well, we kind of touched on, just like verse 20, the idea of giving thanks always for all things. And I think sometimes we think, well, when we're on top of the mountain, things are going wonderful and we're prosperous and everything's well with our family. Oh, yeah, those are the times to give thanks. But when you're down low and you've suffered tragedy or you're going through a difficult health problem, no, he says giving thanks always for all things to God the Father. So we need to practice, discipline ourselves, even in the midst of great tragedy and want and difficulty and suffering, find things that we can thank God for. And they're always there. Life is a gift. Jesus Christ as a sacrifice is a gift, the hope of heaven. We get so caught up in these things here in this life that we forget about all the spiritual blessings that we have in Christ, every spiritual blessing that resides in those who have a relationship with Christ. You can always, under any circumstance, find reasons to thank God. And so we need to discipline ourselves to do that. That's right. Well, we hope we've uh, maybe piqued your uh, thinking today and maybe we talked about some things that you're, you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm with and so we hope that you'll give consideration to it what we want to do is as we've said before we want to understand what god's will mm -hmm. is we want to abide within what we learn in Amen. scripture and what we teach and what we practice that's our that's our first objective Amen. i want to do what god wants me to that's do right. 
and I find his will revealed to me in scripture. And so I'm going to do what scripture says. That's right. That's the decision we have to make. Will I do what scripture says or not? Amen. And once we decide that, okay, now now we can proceed. Amen, brother. Appreciate everybody being with us That's today. Right. Again, we hope we've uh, said some things that uh, maybe cause us to think, maybe that will lift lift us up a little bit. If you're, you know, if you're joyful today, uh, think of a good hymn and, and sing, sing it. The song, maybe yeah. that'll uh, help to reinforce those good thoughts. Kevin, Amen. would you lead us in prayer? Sure. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for the day that you've given to us. Thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you most especially for the gift of your Son that makes possible eternal fellowship with you. For those of us who have been baptized into your church, we're so very thankful that we have the forgiveness of sins through the sacrifice of Jesus. So very thankful that we can have the relationship of a child uh, to uh, his or her father. And you are a father, and we're very thankful for that. And we're glad that we have a spiritual inheritance that lies ahead for us if we stay faithful to you to the end. We thank you for this Bible study, this podcast, whereby we have an opportunity to share into others, share with others your word, which is so powerful. It always will accomplish what it was intended. It's designed to produce faith in the hearts of the willing. And we hope that our audience is just that, willing to have their faith bolstered so they may be more pleasing in thy sight. We thank you for the discussion we had for this particular podcast, talking about singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and how important it is for us to do only the things that you've authorized. We understand that the things that you want, the things that are pleasing to you, are not left to happenstance or our own devices, but rather we come to your will, knowing that you're going to reveal to us and have revealed to us what you want, what you desire, and we'll give you just that. And we want in this area in particular to be careful not to go beyond the things that are written. You've written that you want to be praised in songs and spiritual songs and hymns, and that in the process, we're teaching and admonish one another. Please help us to do that. As we participate in the song service of our respective congregations, please help us to do so with understanding. Uh, and let us invest of our intellect as much as our singing and our, our emotions into that service that we give to you. And also, as we've said towards the end of this study, let us always find uh, ways and, and reasons to thank you. You've blessed us tremendously, way beyond anything we could possibly deserve. And yet sometimes we struggle uh, with the difficulties in life to recognize the blessings that still are showered down upon us and to thank you for all the things you've done for us, the things that you do for us, and the things that you promise you will do for us if we keep our end of the bargain. Thank you for being with us. And let us have unity among us at the very end of the passages that we looked at in this particular podcast. We talked about submitting to one another. And, of course, that's uh, an attitude uh, that we have to have of humility that we want uh, what's best for each other and not so much for ourselves, not looking out for selfish ambitions and selfish ideas, but rather looking out for the spiritual, emotional, and physical welfare of those around us. Please help us to have that heart. Certainly, that was the heart that was on full display by your son, Jesus, during the time that he walked the earth, and we're supposed to be following in his footsteps. We ask you to continue to be with us and bless us, bless this work, bless all those who have heard your word through this podcast. May they take what is said, search the scriptures to confirm that they are so, and if so, let them implant them into their hearts because this word can truly save our lives. In Christ's name we pray, amen.